0: Today's horror story is written by Brian Maycock, a.k.a. Doomed Geek. What do you do when there is nothing else left? I was a college graduate who, two years after collecting my certificate, was still unemployed. There was a gaping blank on my resume, add to the fact that my debts were out of control and it's Fair to say I was a mess and growing ever more desperate. So what was I doing about all this? How was I digging myself out of a hole? I was staying up all night, trawling through the internet. Is there a point at which the internet does end and same begins? I neither knew nor cared. I watched thousands of clips, read conspiracy theories and news reports until they blurred into one stream of hyperbole. I slept fitfully during the day and went back online the minute I woke up. I would surf even though I needed to go to the bathroom, until it hurt. I forgot to eat or drink and soon I had a permanent background headache. Like a lot of addicts, it was not long before I moved on to the harder stuff, the deep web. I was sickened by a lot of what I saw, but I still immersed myself more and more. When I stumbled across the site that changed my life, it looked fairly innocuous at first. There was a simple hero image of the outline of a human body, and a drop-down menu in the top right-hand side accessed via three short lines. For other people, it's one more bet, one more drink. I clicked on one more link. I was surprised to see only two options, buyer and seller. I wasn't going to be buying anything real soon, so I followed the warrant marked seller. This submenu left me open mouthed. It listed items that could be sold and gave the prices the seller would receive. All I needed to do was add details for my preferred way to receive payment, then tick the box next to the item. The first item on the list was likeness. For the price shown, I could pay the two months I was overdue on my rent and buy wine and pizza every night for a week with what was left over. Now, what I was not sure was what was meant by likeness. Other items I could sell via the website were more straightforward. Things like my social security number, my date of birth, even my name. A lot of these seemed like a way to commit fraud for the buyers. All very dubious, but at least... I thought they were paying to use these details rather than simply stealing them, as so often happened. Likeness seemed more ethereal, though. I decided to mend the right to use my image, a photograph of my face. I also decided I really wanted a beer and pizza, and to be able to tell my landlord to get off my back because I paid your damn rent. I added my details for the money transfer, and ticked the box next to Likeness. Pressed submit. A transaction processing symbol turned into a transaction complete. A new box appeared giving me the option to comment. I typed, do you need me to send my photograph? Thinking this would answer my question about what exactly I had just sold. A moment later, the reply came. We already have it. I flashed back to some of the things I had done in front of the computer screen. Then decided I would rather not think about it. Feeling nervous. Sure, I was being scammed. About to kick myself for being so naive. I checked my balance. What do you know? The money was there. I went back to the good old innocent web and ordered the largest, most overloaded pizza I could think of. Then began to add sides. It took two weeks for me to blow the money from selling my likeness. I had had a great time without leaving my apartment, and I had paid no rent. Not to worry, I told myself and returned to the deep web and my new favorite website. This time, I hovered over fingerprints, 30 seconds considering flagged a dozen dodgy things this could lead to, but it was the money I would make that made me think, whatever. I ticked and submitted. This time, 10 small boxes appeared on the screen with an instruction for me to place the ends of my fingers on them, which I did. And within seconds, the transaction was complete. And within minutes, I could see I was once again flush. Problem's over. I could pay my rent and enough off a credit card to make the bank back off. In the comment box, I typed, thank you. The reply was almost immediate. You are welcome. I don't know if anyone hearing this is a gambler, but I guess if they are, they would know not to by now have put money on me spending the money wisely. And they would be right. This time I told myself another couple weeks later I would get my act together. I spent significant time going through the items I could sell and created a spreadsheet with how much I owed, so I knew the amount I needed to earn with this one final sale of a part of me. I decided, you see, that this had to be the last time. There was a relatively small number of things left I could sell, that I was prepared to sell. My name, date of birth, and social security number were still no-go's. I did not want to risk losing the ability to have a bank account and find employment. A history of being a disaster did not mean, in my mind, that I always would be. So, one final sale it was, then clear my debts and find a job. I ticked the box next to cell body part. For the next list, I ticked kidney. I was close to hyperventilating when I pressed submit. Close to tears not long afterwards, I had checked my balance. I felt a huge pressure being lifted. With this money, I could finally get my life back on track. The comment box already had text in it. I had been too worked up to read it, so I took a deep breath and did. It was an eight digit reference number an address, and a time later that day. An appointment for me to have my kidney removed, I figured. I considered not going. I already had the money, so why bother? Then I thought back to the message telling me they already had my photograph. Whoever ran the website probably knew where I lived as well, or could easily find out. It was not rocket science to work out they were probably bad people, criminals, some kind of gang. Not people to cross or mess with. I felt sick as I left the apartment at the prospect of having an operation, but also elated at the amazing things lying ahead of me. I just needed to get this over with. The address turned out to be a nondescript building on the outskirts of town. The windows were all shuttered and there was no signage, just the human outline I recognized from the website. A keypad was fixed to the wall next to a sturdy looking door. Not sure what else to do, I entered my reference number. The door slid open with a sigh. My stomach doing backflips, I stepped inside. I could hear the drone of an air conditioner, but it still suddenly felt very hot. Nerves, I told myself, totally natural. I seemed to be in some kind of reception area, but it was deserted. Scratch that. A man appeared. He was wearing a white overall and a mask and safety glasses. He may or not have been smiling when he said, Welcome. Let's get you prepped. I followed him along a long corridor. The walls were blank, whitewashed, and the smell of antiseptic was growing stronger. Eventually, he turned off into a small windowless room. I hesitated on the threshold. was a raised table fluorescent strips overhead a stack of equipment next to the bed medical i guessed though i had no idea please the man said and gestured that i should come in i smiled weakly and did he gave me a robe to put on and turned to do something to the equipment while i got changed i assumed i needed to lie on the table and when he looked around from whatever he had been doing He saw me and said, good. Made me feel like a dog rolling over and playing dead, but I kept this to myself. I did though, have some questions. Is this safe? I asked. Perfectly, he replied without missing a beat. I wasn't sure. I felt hot to the point where I thought I was going to faint and the light overhead was flickering, making pain start to flower above my eyes. I'm not sure I want to go ahead with this, I said. There is nothing to be concerned about, he replied, and before I realized what was happening, I had nicked the skin of my neck with a needle. I immediately felt an unpleasant tingling sensation, and a numbness began to spread up into my face. He picked up a tablet computer that was resting among the equipment and studied it for a moment, before turning back to look at me and asking, Now, which eye would you like to keep? What? What? I exclaimed, or tried to, because my lips were numb and the word came out slurred. What are you talking about? I managed. I sold one of my kidneys, not my eyes. I didn't wait for an answer. I was horrified and decided I wanted out of there. I tried to sit up but the numbness had spread to my spine and then my arms. I was helpless to do anything but lie there and watch as he once more studied the tablet. No, no, he said in a quiet, relaxed voice. The records show that you agreed to sell a body part but did not specify which one. I ticked kidney, I tried to say, but now my mouth would not move and I could not feel my tongue. I wanted to scream, wanted to cry out in terror, but my jaws were locked, my limbs useless. All I could do was watch as the scalpel came into view, and as he lowered it slowly towards my left eye. It will all be over soon, he said, and then the blade became a shadow over my eye, a darkness that was soon all I could see. That was then. This is now. I'm recording this in an internet cafe after trashing my laptop's hard drive and ditching it. It There's just me in here and the owner. I think he would like me to leave from the dirty looks he is giving me. But before I head off, I have one more thing to do. I have enough money to buy a coach ticket and go a long way from here. Away from everything and everyone I have ever known. I have just logged onto the site and found what I am looking for in the seller menu. Name, date of birth, social security number. I tick sell on all three, enter the details in the boxes that pop up, press submit, and moments later, the money is in my account. I have been withdrawing as much cash as I can daily, and after I go across the road to the ATM and withdraw the latest amount, I will snap my card in half and throw it away. This will be a fresh start. The past wiped clean, left behind. I'm going to stop recording now and go. It's time to log off for good and make my escape. Only, the screen has changed. The comment box has opened up and a new message has appeared. We like and follow you. I feel tears begin to flow from the eye they did not take.